0: I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast.
1: Friend of mine, Lee. I was thinking about this when I was like, "Ah, I've known Lee for a long time." And I'm going all the way back with you for the first time we met, which I believe it was called the Blue Chalk Club in Madison in 2008, shortly after the release of "Lipstick on the Mirror." And then now here we are, 15 odd years later, stolen golf carts, shenanigans. Man, where's the time gone, buddy?
2: Man, it's incredible the stories we have, and it's just <laughs> great to still be doing it. You and up, you and me both. It's uh, great.
1: I love it, man. Well, I am very excited to catch up with you. It has been too long, my friend. Lee Kakati, Pop Evil, the lead singer. You know him, the front man, the uh, sexy, sultry front man. Is that weird to say? Uh, maybe uh, Maybe that's too weird. I don't know. No, not coming from you, Brock. It's <laughs> <is> great. <laughs> I'm, good, good, we'll go with it. Well, We got you here. We got Pop Evil here because exciting news, your seventh studio album, Skeleton. Is out now. We're all gearing up for the next title track, the next single, Skeletons, dropping in June with this seventh studio album. Maybe what stood out to you in making this one compared to previous works? What, what really was it? Anything different that you saw in the studio writing? What, what stood out for you?
2: Well, it was interesting. You know, when we sat down to not just not only just write this album, but the last one. You know, they both these albums were kind of coming off COVID, so we had um, we had a lot of extra time to spend on these albums and to really kind of think about how we wanted to focus on our sound moving forward, you know, and there was a big push to, you know, after COVID to really get back to our hard rock metal roots. You know, we, we really wanted to focus on one producer, you know, on trying to find a guy that could help harness our sound and create some building blocks for us for the future. And we found that in Drew Falk. Um, he had done some stuff with us in the past with Waking Lions and Breathe Again. And, and those songs just really resonated with us and our fans live. And it just seems like now more than ever, we're all about the live show and, and what songs that we're going to add on future albums that are going to lift this live experience for our fans and, and really make it more enjoyable for them. So, you know, there was a lot of that talk. And then, of course, getting in with Drew, there's just something about with the energy that he gets out of me, he gets out of the band, and uh, it was just awesome. We were just kind of having fun. We weren't trying to overthink it. If the songs and the choruses weren't really hitting us right from the bat, then we'd scrap the song and we'd just go to the next. You know, So we were really looking to try to put together a collection of art, so to speak, that, that moved us from start to finish, and that's something that you know we could possibly bring to our show. So that's kind of where our head was at.
1: You know, and that's a common place where a lot of bands are sitting, and, and Pop Evil included, is that time, that downtime, which some people may find themselves twiddling their thumbs but talk about that time and how that really affected you guys and and, and the album yeah. you put together
2: yeah you're right I mean we had that extra time to really kind of uh, spend on our on our craft and usually like you said you know it's a, it's full speed on the gas it's uh trying to get an album done in a rush manner so we can get back on tour because you know for pop people especially like touring pays the bills so you know we got to keep the lights on so it was always you know when you think about the previous albums it was always a rush element that we didn't have this time around and and then the way we released music is totally different now you know I mean, uh, since the pandemic, it's just different. You know, I mean, we released Eye of the Storm, you know, uh, about a year ago, and and now the album's out. So, you know, we're already third single in. It's interesting how now, just the whole um, process of releasing the music and and how uh, fans are able to get it. Usually interviews, too, there's a lot more FaceTime. We did that, actually, as we were writing as well. You know, band members didn't have to be, we didn't have to be right in the same room at all times, just because, you know, everything now could be emailed and, Mm -hmm. you know, we could spend as much as the extra time as we could with our families, because we knew, you know, at least we we were hopeful that when the pandemic kind of was over, we're going to be full speed ahead, trying to get back some of that lost time and playing as much as possible. So, you know, we really just tried to focus on some mental health and, and uh, really trying to, we had time to think about those issues that we were dealing with that were really like hindering us and, you know, we were able to write about those, get those uh, kind of lyrically on the song to hopefully uh, start the healing with us internally um, off the stage so when we get back to the stage, we can hopefully help someone else. I
1: love it, man. Well, we are so excited to see more and hear more from you guys. Again, the new album. Skeletons is out now from Pop Evil, and this one too. I, as I was looking at the playlist, I noticed you've done collaborations before. I mean, that's that's nothing new to the band, but you have three on this one: uh, Dead Reckoning with Ryan from Fit for a King, a uh, Wrong Direction with uh, Blake and the Fellows of Devour the Day, and then Raging Bull featuring uh, Zillion or Zillion. It's interesting to me because you guys already have such a big sound, and you, and you guys you work so well, and you have your thing. Bringing in that outside element, what does that do for you, and what you're trying? to produce and put out there with all these artists and putting that on the album.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you make music for other people for a living, sometimes you just gotta do something for yourself. And, and like I said earlier, there was an element of fun on this album that mm-hmm. we just hadn't had in the past. And again, we had more time. So I think we got down to like, you know, the last three songs on the album. And I was like, wow, let's just let's just collab. And, and we weren't necessarily thinking about these songs going on the record. It was just like, hey, you know, uh, you know, maybe a collab's an opportunity. And, you know, I've been working with Zillion for a couple years now, so I did a song on his track and I thought if there was the right song, maybe he could have an opportunity. He's still a new artist. It's an opportunity for him to be exposed, you know, our fan base in a different way, and he really crushed it, you know, sent it over to him via email, and, and uh, he, he ended up sending back over, uh, you know, his parts and I just loved it. I was like, wow, this is great. And then his energy, he's, he's just so full of energy, man, and his excitement uh, just for uh, youth and, and just where he's at in his career, you know, it was just uh, it just felt right. And then, of course, the hour of the day, Joey, our new bass player is also in Devour the Day and Egypt Central, so um, it was just an opportunity working with him and Blake. Both of those guys have been a friends uh, friends of ours uh, from the beginning. I mean, I think Egypt Central brought us on our one of our very first tours, so oh, wow. we have a lot of history there between both of us. So, you know, Blake was a, a no-brainer. Blake was actually on tour with us for the past couple of years, just kind of making sure You know, we were kind of re-gutting our internal stuff out. And he's really technically he's a producer as well, so he knows kind of all the nuances of all the new technology that's there, which is very helpful to have a guy like that. Got around and in the process we were always writing and He'd wrote this song called, you know, Wrong Direction for a different band, and, and he played it for me, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I gotta have that song. I love that song. <laughs> it was like the song I would go home, and I was listening to in my car, and I was just thinking that I uh, loved it. So I was like, not only do, you know, and he goes, well, you, let me ask this band, and he got the band to give the song back, and uh, I said, well, they can do their own version if they'd like. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, whatever the band's comfortable with. And yeah. I said, not only do I want it, a version of it, but I want you to sing on it, because it, it meant something to me. You know, Blake and I have such history, and I just wanted a song that kind of just was an opportunity kind of, and, and you know him and I have both gone a lot of wrong directions in our career and it was just an opportunity to kind of write those wrongs so to speak mm. together you know and it was just again it was the song for me at the, at the start of it you know and then of course as it started to kind of get more produced it was like wow this song's going to help someone else man this is this is a powerful song it's got to make the record and, and then the song with Kirby was just you know we, we were just done we're like look you know let's just you know maybe we could go as me- how, how metalcore can pop people go you know on this <laughs> album and and really uh, shake it up, you know, could we even, what would it sound like, you know, because for being a radio band for so long, we never had time to really push those metal roots to the extreme, because mm-hmm. it was like, well, I don't know if it'll get played, And but now with streaming, you know, you don't have to worry about that stuff, you just put it out. Uh, it was awesome, it was great, you know, but we're like, who, who's, is our person and Drew was like, what about, you know, Kirby? Let's send it over to Kirby, and Kirby sent back his parts in less than 24 hours, and we all just, our jaws hit the floor, we're like, wow, that's insane, and, and, and we we're like, look, <laughs> we don't know what the fans will think, <laughs> we're going to just put it out, you know? Which, again, <laughs> we were having so much fun with it, man. It was like, we don't have to overthink it. If it's a good song, I'm going to put it out. If people like it, great. If they don't, next song. You know, like, it's just, I think that that for us, you know, in the pandemic really changed. There's something about the consistency of just releasing records, tour, release again, tour, like, that you can get lost in, like, you know, really remembering why you got into this in the first place was to make new music, to push your boundaries, to get yourself out of your comfort zones and write music that can really, like, start by healing and helping yourself, right? Getting you motivated to take these songs to the stage, letting you be excited again, almost Like you know, reminding us of when we were kids, man. Like first in the studio, there was a lot of that excitement, like where we started with this album, and I think you hear that on this record that we were just, you know, we kind of know who we are now as musicians, as people off the stage, and we're able to bring that swagger, that confidence to this album. Um, And it started pieces of that we could see on the last album, the Versatile album. There was pieces of that starting, but we had multiple producers. You know, we were trying to find. You know, with actually go back one more record, which was a self-titled, the uh, Waking Lions album. Mm -hmm. You know, we finally had a producer, and producers are a big part, man. They can be like that sixth member that can really like bring identity they can bring confidence they can really help trigger consistency with your sound you know but what happened we finally had a producer we liked on the fifth album and he had passed away on a motorcycle accident tragically so it sent us reeling on the sixth album you know we were like well look we can't just just go to another producer we have to find the right one mm-hmm. so we bounced around with producers and then um you know on this album the seventh album we finally were like you know Drew we really want you to do this whole record and you know he's such an amazing guy and he was like let's do it let's roll it was about a, a two-album transition there to really find some kind of consistent comfort with a producer. And um, and I think it shows on this record that, you know, we're finally starting to settle in and uh, really kind of give a lot of uh, precedence about creating some consistency with our song moving forward. Yeah!
0: Listen, rate, share, subscribe, discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7, 941 JJO. I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast.
1: evolutionary point of the band's sound the ebb and flow that you see where do you think this album falls and like I said you kind of answered that but but maybe hone in on that it, it, what do you, where do you think this stands in the evolution of pop evil in the sound
2: yeah man I think it's a, I think it's a big pivotal moment in our career you know exactly where it falls I I don't know I think that's the exciting thing you know I mean we're still it's only been out for a month or so so it's just um it's exciting to see with the fans and how they're going to perceive it here in a year two years but I mean already it's it's the most excitement that we've seen fans for an album of all time you know so it's just uh, and you know you take the success that the band had you know in, in in the past years and and the past albums and you take that momentum to what fans are experiencing now with us. And I think there's a pride that fans have for us as bands that are still here after the pandemic is still grinding. You know, I think the fans are smarter every year, right? They're, they're, they're more locked in they're more compassionate uh, to, Mm -hmm. to understand that. Look, they understand the battle. They understand the fight that we're out here doing, you know, it's like it's not even about music anymore. I mean, the battle we have is is we have to become influencers or TikTok or social media stars. It's like, that's not really why musicians got into this, you know, so it's such a big part of it now. And, you know, posting and, and, and and so you have that one-on-one relationship with your fan base that is is unique. And every every year, I feel like you get closer to your fans in a different way. So they can, you know, they can you can educate them by letting them know what's going on in your life and the struggles you're having as a band. And I think that's really helped. At least when you get it, and and hopefully we're starting to get it a little better, at least than the last year and the year before that. Is that you know you understand about who you are and what they really want from you, and and just giving them music that can not only not, not only uh, that rocks and, and that hits, but also that hopefully lyrically can help them in their lives right like we're almost like that hallmark cards the, uh, of the modern world except mm-hmm. that this, these hallmark cards speak a little more hard rock metal you know i mean <laughs> so it's just like sometimes you know we're saying those things or people are listening to these songs and, and it's speaking to them in words that you know other people can't their their bosses their family members or their teachers i mean i you know, think about it you know at least for me when i was growing up i mean no one really could relate to me i couldn't relate to them but it was like music was like my ultimate heel session you mm-hmm. know when i pop on that cd in those days you know and i would listen to my favorite songs or my favorite bands and you know i'd feel like wow you know like this band knows me better than my family sometimes because when you can relate to something it gives you some kind of a glue or some kind of a purpose to hold on to something and give you that extra bit of uh, confidence uh, that you need sometimes in life man life can be tough especially nowadays with all the uh, craziness that's out there for everyone it's important to, i think that for us especially on this album to uh, give back a little bit and as much as in many ways as we can and, and, and certainly in a three minute song we can uh you know give hopes someone or hopefully inspire them in a positive way then that's something that we take big responsibility for and we really hold that we really hold that, hold that as a high value to what we're trying to do and, and uh help other people as we continue to grow but um you know it's just it's just something that as you get a little bit further in your career you know you you really we really love our fan base man and we really want to give back to them um, and when we can and certainly when it comes to our music and our catalog, but that's a great starting point for us.
1: You know, I, I think that was so well put, and and we appreciate you sharing that insight and that look into what that means to you and, and where you're at with this album. And with I think fans all know uh, that Pop Evil cares about them, and, and and we see that now as we continue to grow with Skeletons and this latest accompaniment for the fans out there who's listening. Well, it's out now. If, if you weren't excited before, you should be at this point, for God's sakes, after listening to this. So go get it. Check it out, Skeletons from Pop Evil out there. And again, I ask this to everyone when it comes to new albums, but I think you might have answered it before, too. Do you got a favorite track on the album? I know you mentioned that Wrong Direction really spoke to you with Blake and everything. Uh, Would that probably be your favorite one on this album?
2: Man, that's like saying, who's your favorite kid, right? (laughs) No, No, I know. I'd say, uh, not that I have any favorites, but I'm telling you, the new new single, Skeletons, very, very powerful piece. It's It's a piece that really hits and resonates on the way, you know, now that we're starting to play it live on stage, the way that this song is a reminder that, you know, we need to focus on the things that make us similar as a species, as human beings, rather than the things that make us different. Look, we all know the differences, right? But it's so important to remember that we all bleed the same color, that we all have skeletons, man. Yep. And it's important that, you know, as we come to these shows and the, when we experience a live concert, you know, sure, there's this journey of all the people that are in the audience that have come from different walks of life, they have different struggles, different grinds, different uh, kind of obstacles in their life, but the reality for that moment, that hour and a half show or that song that everyone there is locked in for that and really that synergy that is so so unique and so rare and I think that is important at least for me as as a performer now you really lock into those moments that really we become powerful as one as a team you know or as a family and, and that really resonates that really shakes me in a, in a positive way and I think that coming off COVID you know it, it just really it, that's what I miss the most yeah. you know I miss that I you don't realize how much you really need that strength it's almost like Voltron that cartoon from the 80s right oh, like the yeah. Lions Great, but when you form that, you form that big, big, big special power, right? Which is everybody singing along for that moment or what song. It really is something that I crave during uh, you know those lost months of touring during the pandemic, and it's something that I promised myself when I get back that I was going to totally, totally change change my perspective on. And and I'd say Skeletons is definitely one that hopefully is going to resonate with people and remind them to uh, try to be supportive to your neighbors. Man, it's important to love. I mean, when in life have you loved someone? Did it go wrong? You know, I mean, it's it's important to just give passionate and, and 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 honest value to someone and, and and you being honest and caring about the person next to you I think is important man so you know I just I think that song is going to hopefully resonate with a lot of people the way it has with us and hopefully you know, can't wait for fans to see us play a lot
1: and I know we're waiting with bated breath so uh, everyone go get it and then go see him live uh, you know you're going to have a great time pop evil the new album skeletons well now that we got the important stuff out of the way let's have uh, a little more fun do you want to do rapid fire with me and then I'll let you go do uh, let's do, do it. thing yeah, alright let's do it no no wrong answers, Lee. None. Just go with your gut. We'll see what we can learn a little bit about you. All right. G chord I got, or C chord?
2: Uh, probably C chord.
1: Okay. Uh, everybody Wang Chung or everybody was Kung Fu Fighting?
2: Oh, Kung Fu Fighting for sure.
1: Flintstone Push Pop or chaco Taco? Oh, chaco Taco. Smart man. You got to hook up with one. It's a mermaid with a human top half and a fish bottom or a fish top half and a female bottom half.
2: Oh man, I'd have to take the female top, man. I'd have to I, I gotta have a nice cuddle. I gotta I gotta have a girl with nice hair.
1: <laughs> yeah, because the hair is what we're worried about. Uh soaked jeans or damp socks? Oh man, I, I hate soaked jeans. Probably damp socks. Yeah, me too. wet denim's the worst. It is the worst. Oh, the worst. The <laughs> worst. Would you rather see Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster? Oh, man, I want to see both, but I'd probably say uh, Loch Ness Monster. Okay. Last one. Would you rather fight a man with bear arms or a bear with man arms? Oh, bear with man arms. Boy, but if he gets a hold of you, though, he's got them bare teeth. There's no good answer on that one, to be honest.
2: (laughs) I just wanted to see
1: it. That's what you just want to see. it. That's it, Pure curiosity before he murders you. That's all it is. Uh, Thank you for humoring me, of course. Lee, it's been such a pleasure, and we love you, buddy. And uh, we just can't wait to hear more.
2: We love you back, man. Can't wait to make more memories here sooner than later, man. I look forward to it.
1: Absolutely. Again, everyone, go get the new
0: album, Skeletons, from Pop Evil. It's out now. Listen, rate, share, subscribe. Discover new music now at wjjo.com in the JJO app or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO.